Welcome to Sparks, a podcast from Ignium, designed to help you reignite your passion and drive your business forwards. Hi, this is Phil Rose. It's the Sparks by Ignium podcast. I'm delighted to be back. You might have noticed I've put fewer of these podcasts out over the last three months. That was because a number of things. Firstly, it was summertime. I was taking a break. I was in California for a few weeks. I was working, volunteering at the Commonwealth Games. And then to be quite frank, other people were as well. And this podcast thrives on having other people for me to talk to. Because we like to draw out the facts. We like to draw out what other people have to say, to look at other things that really can support and develop you. So actually, we decided to take a little bit of a back road and say, what else can we do? And the key was, let's do one podcast a month for July, August, September. It's now October. We've got two planned for this month, and they'll be coming out soon. This first one is just me going to be talking about a few things which are close to my heart. Because one of the other things I think that stopped us doing the podcast, stopped me doing the podcast, is actually thinking about my why, my reason for doing it. See, doing a podcast is really interesting because it feels like I'm just sitting here talking to people in the dark. I don't know you're out there, so I'm just going to talk. It's like broadcasting. I'd love to get a message back from someone saying, yeah, we really love what you're talking about, but it's really resonating. But I just don't know. So for the time being, I'm going to keep pushing it out there. But in the back of my mind, there's a little bit of a fear, a fear of what if nobody's listening? What if nobody cares? What if I'm wasting my time? And then I think I come back to the old Eleanor Roosevelt quote that other people's opinions is no bother to me or words that affect. Because actually, what do other people think of me? Does it really matter? Well, yes, it does. Because at heart, I'm a human being. I like to know that other people like me. But is that really a benefit? You know that most people say you've just got to get on and do things. So I have this fear going in my head. And fear is one of the things I've tried to overcome for many years in my life. I say fear because actually what we talk about fear, we talk about false expectations appearing real. Fear. Now, some of those expectations might be real. Remember, they're just expectations. So you just don't know. We can fear anything. And I'm talking to myself as I tell you this more as much as me telling you it. Because you can fear anything. But it's just a false expectation appearing real. It has the pretense of feeling real. When we're immersed in it, it creates that anxiety. I remember talking to Wyatt Wordsmore when I was doing one of my very first NLP courses 10 plus years ago. And he talked about the difference between anxiety and depression. And depression being concerned for the past. It's things that have happened in the past and you reflecting on them and soaking yourself in the mire of those. Anxiety about fear of the future, things that might be coming. Now, you might say there's a crossover, and I'm not going into the psychology behind that. But the key is, it's about a fear for me, a fear and anxiety. And it takes me back when I think about this. I've been swimming for a number of years. I've often talked about my running and my cycling on the podcast here. But one thing I haven't talked about, really, is my swimming. I started swimming many years ago. It's something I do as a passion. I love doing it. Uh, I first got into swimming, actually, when I was running my very first marathon, having swum since I was in the Scouts and Cubs when I was six or seven or eight years old. But I got into swimming in a better way. I was doing my first marathon in 2007 because I needed to take the pressure off my legs. I was running all the time, so I started swimming. And then someone said, look, if you're swimming, you might as well start getting on your bike and do that as well. And then lo and behold, next thing I'd done, I'd put one plus one plus one to get three together and come up with a triathlon. So I did that as well. But the key was the swimming. I loved the swimming. I loved getting in the pool and swimming. I loved the enjoyment of coming down there and swimming with other people, getting faster, because when I was just 37 at that time. It was great fun to get there. And I was fit as well, which I am now, but not to the same level. But then someone said, shall we go swimming in a lake? 
And that brought a bit of a fear up for me now. So as I say that, what does it mean to you when I say we're going to go swimming in a lake, a cold, dark lake, dark water, where you can't see what's beneath the surface, where you don't know what's there, where your hand might touch something as you reach back, you might kick something accidentally. What does it mean? And for me, it was a bit of a overcoming the fear which got me in the lake in the first place. I got in there and went to do it. So back in 2007, I was a little bit nervous. I used to go down at half past five or six o'clock in the morning. There weren't many lakes open in the UK for proper outdoor swimming at the time. You could go swimming in lakes and rivers in another place in the country. But where I lived near London, there weren't that many. So we used to go down to, to one lake and swim there, Heron Lake. Uh, and I used to go down and I used to get quite nervous about it. But equally, I loved it. I was swimming with a group of people I really enjoyed being with. We'd go to the lake. I wasn't the fastest. I remember buying my first wetsuit, which actually I hired. It was £40 for the season plus a £50 deposit. And at the end of the season, if you decided to keep the wetsuit, you just forfeited the deposit. So it cost me £90. But I enjoyed my swimming. 14 or 15 years later, I'm still doing it. During lockdown in the UK, a lot of the public lakes were closed. We couldn't go and do those things, as you all know. But I found a lake with my friend Sharon, and we went off to the lake in Oxford, and we'd swim early in the morning. It was cold. It was dark. There were signs saying, no swimming, danger. But we still did it. So why did we do it? Those signs were there for a reason, because actually swimming in dark water is dangerous. We took precautions. We had our tow floats. We had our wetsuits. But in the middle of winter, it was really cold. Sharon at one stage was very worried about me because I got in the car afterwards and I could hardly speak. I was shivering. I remember taking a video, which one day I'll show you if you need, of me sitting there shivering, shaking, not being able to coordinate. Luckily, Sharon had her flask of coffee. It got me going again so I could get back home. Now, it wasn't a real problem for me. I was just cold. The cold set in for the next few hours and crept up through my legs. I felt chilled, chilled to the bone. But the key was I'd gone and done it. And then we went and did it again and again. And then other, other, other lakes opened up. I then went to more controlled lakes where there was security and safety there. Sharon still continued to swim in the no swimming lake. And she loved that. I decided to go to the one where there were lifeguards. Did it reduce the danger? Yes, it did. But for me, it was still getting in the cold lake. The coldest I went in was in January, January the 3rd, I think it was, 3.9 degrees centigrade, which actually is pretty cold. Now, I wear my wetsuit. I've got gloves on, I've got boots on, I've got a hat on. But mind you, there are still people in there at that temperature, just in their swimsuit and their woolly hat. I admire them. That's not one for me. I like going in the water, but I know that I get cold afterwards. Incidentally, I'm actually going on a swimming course this next weekend, cold water and how to survive in it. So I'm looking forward to that. I might report back on that after we've done this one. But let's come back to the swimming. Why did I do it? What was my purpose? So for me, the purpose was a challenge to get myself out there, to go and do it because I wanted to push myself to believe I could do something. But originally I just did it because I enjoyed it. It was escapism. It was a challenge. It was fun. Yes, I did it get better. And at that time in 2007 onwards, I was doing triathlons and we quite often would swim in the, the lake at Blenheim Palace or down at Eton Dorney swimming there. That was a beautiful lake. You could see the lines on the bottom of the pool or bottom of the lake even where the rowers would row along. But it was still cold, cold water. There was this challenge for me. And I woke up in the morning thinking, do I want to do it? Don't I? And I'd have the voice in my head saying, don't do it. Stay in bed. It's really warm. It's really warm here at the moment. It's really key. But actually, the key is I wanted to go out and do these things because it challenged me. That was my why. So when I asked my wife about that, she would say, why do you need to challenge yourself? Just be you. 
But for me, it was about forcing myself out there, out of my comfort zone. In a few weeks' time, I'm going to be interviewing a lady who's written a book called Out of Your Comfort Zone. And the key is, she talks about this in her book, pushing yourself sometimes to challenge yourself. Now, I've always swum, as I mentioned, since I was a cub or a scout. I grew up with the water. I grew up with boats and canoes. We spent all our time on the water. But I still have this fear of the deep. I remember being on a boat with my father many years ago, and the waves are crashing over the boat. The boat was pitching back and forth. And I was really scared. Scared because I was out there on my own with my father in a boat, and I was out of control. Now, there was potentially nothing that was going on. We were, the, we were in the Solent. It was a dangerous place, yes, but my dad knew what he was doing. But as a little boy, I felt scared. And I think that's why I do my swimming now, to try and overcome some of those fears, to get me back there, back in there, and believe that I can do it again, believe that I have the ability. So swimming for me is about overcoming and conquering a fear. I like to do it, as Susan Jeffers said, feel the fear and do it anyway. Because to me, that's what this was all about. But I wonder, how does that cross over to business? When we think about that, why? And that's the key. We have to have a purpose. Well, do we? A lot of people say purpose, it's just about making money. Yes, it is. But will that sustain you when it's wet and dark in the morning? You want to get up there. Now, the answer you might say, yes, if you're desperate for it, yes, it will. But will it sustain your employees? Will it engage them? Will it keep them on there? To me, the why for me in the deep water zone was overcoming this fear. It's the challenge. And it was just enjoying it. And I think for business, we have the same too. A lot of people are fearful of setting up their own business. They don't want to take the challenge. They're willing to, 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 to talk a good game, but they won't go and do it. They'll just prefer to go back to their old ways, sit in their old business and do it the way they've always done it. Stay as an employee. And hey, that's okay. We need people to be employees. We can't all be running businesses. If we were, there would, there would there'd be lots of one-man man businesses, one-person businesses, but nobody actually doing the work. We need both. And that's the key. So for me, what's the point of this podcast for me now? I talked that we stopped doing it in July, August, September. We just did one episode a month. And those were great episodes. I had some great conversations with Bell Gallagher and Vern Harnish. We, we put out a conversation with Mason Harris about chutzpah, chutzpah, as you'd say. I enjoyed that. But for me, the podcast is a different thing as well. And I'd love to get that feedback. Am I just talking to the people out there with them now listening? Is this like me swimming in the lake where I can't really see what's beneath the surface? I'm just doing it for the sake of it. So the podcast is here to stay. It may just go down to one episode a month, 12 episodes a year. But if I can leave good content, then I'm happy to do that. But you know the other reason? I do it because I enjoy it. I love sitting here and talking. I love talking to guests to learn so I can develop. I sit here looking in the picture in front of me now and I've got my books behind me. They're all books that have educated me. And I love talking to the authors of that. So a bit like my swimming. I come up with these reasons as why I do it. But the real reason is I enjoy it. And that's the reason we do the podcast. It's about enjoyment. It's about getting out there and enjoying these things. So my view in business, set up your business because you enjoy it. Have a purpose at heart and make sure you drive towards that. Make sure you're driving to get something out of it. And make sure your purpose engages you. Make sure that has enjoyment factored in. Because actually, you can strive to do your best. If you don't enjoy it, it's not going to be worth anything. As the gambling advert in the UK says, when the fun stops, stop. The podcast, I almost stopped, but I've decided to resurrect it because I enjoy it. In the same reason I enjoy getting in the cold lake on a Sunday morning at half past seven. My wife stays in bed because she enjoys staying in bed. I enjoy getting up, challenging myself, having fun, having a nice walk cup of coffee. But I love that bit in between of swimming in that cold, dark lake, challenging myself to do something different. 
feeling that euphoria of coming out of the lake, thinking I've done it and it's only eight o'clock in the morning. So like my swimming, the podcast will continue. This is episode 64. The next will come out. If you're listening, thank you. Please give me a comment. Even if you're not listening, thank you for being there. I look forward to serving you at some stage. Hopefully you can provide good content. And if you do find authors that you think would be good to have on this podcast, people would have got a message put out there, let me know, pass the names on, because I just love talking to them. And if I can serve you in the same way, I will do. This is Phil Rose, the Spark Begging Podcast. It's a monologue just about me swimming and doing the podcast. I hope it's made sense. Hope you've gained something from it. If you have, please let me know. If you haven't, please let me know. Take care. So that concludes this episode of Sparks. Thanks for listening. We're always looking for ideas on how to drive this podcast forward. So if you've got comments, please leave them via a review of our show, along with your rating. Or send us an email to sparks at eviumconsult.com. 